Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The way I've uh, always experienced these things is that they give, give the, the horse a firm whack on the arse. I wash my hands of it. Nero started the fire. Beef, beef, start the episode, get us onto something. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, my name is Beef and I'll be hosting the episode today. I've got my two best friends with me to co-host as always. So first of all, say hello, Adam Tiss. Hello. And second, but... By no means least, say hello, Mr. Bob Shoy. Hello, my name is Bob Shoy, and I'll be joining Beef on this episode as a co-host <laughs> on this lovely topic, which he hasn't revealed to me yet, and I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. Yeah, it's yeah, that was a good intro. A very good intro. You're putting all the other intros to shame. Very profesh. Well, wow, this is it. All goes downhill from from here. He's overcompensating because he planned this episode in like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> the padding of the intro. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird because yes, this is by far the least amount the the, the least amount of prep that I've ever put into an episode. Thing is, you could have got away with it if you hadn't been on our group chat being like, I haven't got an episode yet, like only about an hour ago. <laughs> we would have never known the difference, but we know that this is you pulled this one out of your ass. So I'm absolutely fascinated to know what it's going to be. I'm looking forward. It's, it is weird. I was like, I was saying to Rachel earlier, I actually find this topic really interesting. It sounds like just because I put no effort into researching it means that I don't care, but I, I do Brace quite... yourself, I, listeners. <laughs> Literally just saying no effort. <laughs> but it's, it's... Yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's not that I don't care. Hey, look at it this way. How much effort do we put into Weird News? Uh, zero. And that episode went down like gangbusters. People were like, this is one of my favourite episodes you've ever done. I don't even remember the last Weird News. I was like checked out. And um, yeah, but everyone's loving it. So what the one we did this this like the recent yeah. one? Yeah, really, the one that started with fifteen minutes of us talking about tea and coffee. <laughs> I can't remember what we talked about in the episode. That's how non-eventful it was to me. <laughs> I was all like fucking drugged up when we did that one. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, I don't even remember what the episode was. Amazing. <laughs> it was it was a good one. Um, oh, I do remember actually. I, lots of tabloid nonsense as usual. I I remember Tis retelling the story of Noah, and that was the highlight. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that and um, the Adolf pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so people were sent like uh, put on social media like quotes from the episode, and I was like, I don't know what that means because I didn't remember the episode. No, that's brilliant. No, it wasn't the most memorable episode, so I'm not really sure. But if well, people love it, people then... liked it. Maybe they were just craving. It was just the perfect time for weird news. Yeah. But anyway, this time is the perfect time for. So, uh, it, I, I kind of struggled to to figure out what I would put as All a title these for fucking this. Caveats. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, and I suppose the best thing that I could think of. Um, is like fearful historical figures. Okay. Okay. So, it doesn't seem very clear right now. But as we go through the episode, you'll you'll see my thread. You'll see where I'm going with this. I'm intrigued. Um. So, it, this this was kind of Rachel's idea. Rachel and I were talking in the car this morning. So Rachel saved you. Rachel saved my bacon. Um, so I should just go to her when I'm struggling for another episode and just tell her to to tell me what to do. Um, yeah, she'll love that. And we just started talking about um, historical figures and some of the most feared um, like leaders. Um, so kings and queens and um, just different leaders who were pretty pretty crazy or they did things so differently or they reigned in in a time that was so different to our time that it's hard to understand and i just find it all fascinating um and uh and then we talked a little bit about and don't worry this isn't going to be one of the ones because we've already talked about him but we talked about uh vlad the impaler mm-hmm. obviously on our, our oh yeah i was like when did we talk about that oh yeah the longest yeah. episode we ever did where we went away yeah. for like a long weekend so if you've not listened to to that, I would uh, recommend listeners go and check out our Transylvania pod. Uh, so that was a that was a, was it a double or was it it was a double, wasn't it? And then it was one very long and then an appendix. And then we had a Tiss's dream. Had, yeah, that's Tiss it. Had a, yeah. a weird dream. Yeah. Um, that was weird. So I wanted to dive into history a little bit because uh, my previous historical pods have been well received. Uh, so I wanted to dive into history again and just see who else was out there. Who who could we talk about? Who's um, had a, a bit of a crazy reign or or been quite fearful in their time um, as leaders? So what I've got here is I've got a list. Oh, um, now what I list. normally Bobby loves a list, like salivating at the thought of a list. <laughs> I actually do. Uh, oh baby, <laughs> you're not joking. I have a podcast all about fucking listing things from The Simpsons, and I even have this pink notebook, which is just my <laughs> notebook of lists. This is just like a lists. Bible. Yeah, look, just pages and pages of of lists. That is... Um, it's obsessive. Emma is worried about me. <laughs> is that the original list book that I saw at Stukeley, or is, there, is that another list That's book? the new one. No, that one's fill up. That's, that's, that one's fill that's up, my yeah. current one. <laughs> this was years ago when you first revealed to me the lists. Yeah, lists no, and lists. This is, this is, that's my day-to-day list, and then I have a different notebook with Homer and Bart on it, which is my right. Simpsons list book for the Simpsons pod. Amazing. So I love it. I do actually genuinely love a list. So I have got this a list, but actually, 
if we were sat in the same room recording, it wouldn't be a list because um, uh, long-time listeners will remember Mystery Board episodes. Um, And this would kind of be a bit of a Mystery Board episode. I I would have had a big board with a map of the world. You know what we need to do for this? We need to, when we're doing a Mystery Board episode, we need to work out how to do it. With an interactive screen, like on, there on must a be Zoom ways. meeting or something. If if I if I'd have put any effort whatsoever into this, then I probably would have found <laughs> some kind of interactive. Because I was going to do the Alaska episode as a, as a mystery board, and was like, oh, I can't bother. And I've even got this whiteboard here, which I'd written on. You can see it has weird Alaska topics written on it, oh, and yeah. I didn't use it because I was like, it's too cumbersome. I'm just going to work through my topics. Um, but yeah, interactive. Yeah, that's, that could be We fun. need to find something. Um, but what I've got is I've, I've managed to categorise these these fearful leaders into Is that the name the of the countries. episode, by the way? Fearful leaders. Yeah, let's do it. Fearful leaders. That's what I'm going with. Um, or does that make it sound like the leaders were fearful? No, it doesn't, does it? Uh, fearsome leaders? Fearsome, fearsome. That's right, yeah. Fearsome leaders. Um, and uh, so I'm just going to correct that on my document. <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone looks at it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we've got different countries that these that leaders, <laughs> these fearsome leaders, um, <laughs> were leaders of. Um, so And so basically I'll just read them out and you guys can pick a country. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, are they from the UK? Are they from all over the world? So, yeah, all over. We've We've got them from all over. It's mainly... Europe, European leaders, um, but we have got some Eurocentric pod. You know, but I, I think I really that. is that because <laughs> European leaders is is Europe. We have so much history. Europe, Europe is yeah, so it's his- older, isn't it? It's much yeah. older than yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, than Africa, the, the <laughs> oldest <laughs> continent. <laughs> Maybe not Africa or Asia, but yeah. apart from Africa and Asia, you know. Um, so basically, we're, we're older than America, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's Aborigines cool. and, even that, for ages, and even that. Yeah, I was going to say even that is like there are Native Americans. Yeah, so we're, we're treading on, we're stepping on coals all <laughs> over the place here. We're make, we're making blanket statements which are so wrong, but let's carry on. <laughs> <laughs> we're like dancing over pot coals, doing the can can oh. over it. <laughs> this this is the problem. We we've, we've just got to be apologising for everything. Or yeah, we'll I'm, get no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call that right. <laughs> So anyway, so all over the world, <clears throat> mostly Europe, so, but some other places. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and do my best to make it a bit jazzy, um, and um, yeah. So I'll give you guys a choice of countries, and we'll just we'll just go from there. You can tell me which country you want to learn about first, mm. and then I'll tell you about the leader from that country from that era, if that makes sense. The leader is good. The leader is great. We surrender it our will. will as of this day. <laughs> <laughs> um it will it will make sense as we go on. Um so we've got um I'll just give you a rundown quickly. So we've got two da, da, leaders. Da, 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 da. <laughs> two fearsome leaders from <laughs> from Russia. Um oh, is one of them Rasputin? Sorry? Is one of them Rasputin? No. It's one of them. Putin. Listeners can check out our Rasputin. I was going to say, like, Beef, have you done it again? <laughs> that was your no. episode. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He's just scrubbing off Rasputin from his list. 
<laughs> thing is, but what what are we on now? Episode one sixty. This is one sixty, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of difficult to not talk about something that we've like we might have mentioned in passing. Well, that's um, what me and Rick do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we've got two from Russia, two from Great Britain, uh, mm. one from Central Asia, uh, one from France, uh, one from the Roman Empire, and one from Judea. So, uh, who wants to go first, basically? Yeah, Tess, you go first. Judea. Judea. I was I was going to pick I'm that anyway. I'm so as well. happy. I'm so happy that you picked that one, Tis, because when we're talking about Judea, the king uh, might you want to guess Herald. who we're going to talk about? Pointy Tis. hat, dude. King Herod. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even didn't even take any room for him to do the pointy hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. There we go. So for. I mean, I don't notice if you want to give us any of your biblical Herod knowledge that you might have that you can you can recall for us. Other than he wore a hat. Herod stole loads of kids, didn't he? Because he was trying to find Jesus. So he thought, fuck it, I'll just kill loads of kids. Is that one? You're on the right track, yeah. We joke, but Tis knows way more about Bible stories than me. He knows more about Bible stories than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I wrote the Bible. Um. <laughs> what a statement D- disc- disclaimer I, I didn't write the bible and uh what a claim yeah um yeah Her- herod was just a bit of a shit wasn't he 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 captured a load of kids he was trying to kill jesus because he was scared of his claim to the throne or his popularity mm. even as a kid yeah that's mad isn't it word gets around was jesus that popular as a kid then it was because he was the king. Um, he was he was the king. So the 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 rumor of there being another king. He was like, "Well, I'm the king. So who's this king?" So that's why he tells so what, the what kingly claim did Jesus have? Yeah, just being the son of God, king of man. Yeah. So the it was the it was the magi. Um, so the magi oh. or the three wise men, right? Um, arrived. And said, "We've come to worship this new king." Um, oh yeah, the king of the Jews or um, yeah. king of Jerusalem. And Herod's like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Yeah, we I'm followed the, the star in the east, and there's this new king that we've got to follow." I love, I love that conversation. We followed the star. You what? Yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute. They let the jig up that there was another king to the king. Not very wise, are they? Well, they caught on to it. They they were astro- they were only astronomers. I think the <laughs> idea that, of them being wise men just is just that, is that they were astronomers. The three people who looked at the sky, um, which is why they were following the star. The star. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically, Herod. Yeah, you know, he's trying to. It was common knowledge that Herod was like a bit like arrogant, isn't it? Oh yeah, totally. Power, yeah, he was power mad, wasn't he? Hmm. absolutely mental like completely full of himself he was quite all all the all leaders at that time were they they were just completely full of themselves um like egotistical maniac hmm. like bent on power bent on getting power no matter what hmm. um 
people would have been quite quite scared of him. Um, but I think he was a bit of a like a bit of a, a womanizer as well. And I don't know, he was just he had a really good time being king. Um, but he was also so he was known for his architectural achievements. So he built the second temple in Jerusalem. Mm. Um, and he was quoted as wanting to have a capital city worthy of his own dignity and grandeur. He didn't build um, it himself, though, did he? Sorry? He didn't build it himself, though, did he? Well... Did he even architect <laughs> Like, Did he even, like, design it, or was it just literally, like, build that shit? He just went, gods! Yeah. Get someone to build this for me. And then he got all the glory for it. Yeah. That was my idea, that was, building that. <laughs> But yeah, so he was a little bit of a maniac. But when the um, three kings, or we, we know them as the three kings, but they weren't kings. They were they were called magi or or like kind of mystics. Um, the three wise men, is it those guys? Well, they were astronomers. So they were essentially like what we would call like modern day... Um, Kooks. Mystic Megs. Yeah, like Mystic Megs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that's, guess. That's Just what we call them. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyone Meg. younger than us is like who's Mystic Meg exactly and yeah. the older we get the more <laughs> people younger than us there are <laughs> um, oh my god but yeah so they arrive and they ask to see the one being born the king of the Jews and he says oh right well I don't know where he is but when you find him come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him as well thinking I'll just kill him I'll just let them find him for me and then I can kill him because I'm the king. Mm. Um, however, when they had found Jesus, uh, they were warned in a... Yeah, there's, there's Mystic Meg. Thanks, Tiss. <laughs> that face. She looks like a cat. She's not still around, is she? I mean, not like she's dead. I mean, like she's not still oh, doing stuff Someone's in the sun. Someone's cashing in on Meg. Mysticmeg.com. <laughs> but... Uh, they were then warned in a dream not to return to Herod and tell him. Um, and so, like Tis, as as Tis so eloquently put it, he ordered for a massacre of um, innocent baby children. So all Is this male put, children. Oh, was it all? Or was that every firstborn? Or was that a different thing? Not necessarily. No, it was just all male children under the age of two. Was that when they put the cross on their door? That's Passover. That was the oh. plagues. I'm think. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of Rugrats when they do the story of Passover. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that come in my head? I haven't seen that since I was. I was a literally child. thinking that myself. Is that uh, was it like when they marked their door to be like it's not Jesus yeah, isn't that's here? A completely different thing. Our kids yeah. called you know Mark or something. Yeah, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> but um, the there is Jesus a little and Mark. bit. Of um, there's there's a little bit. There are scholars out there who don't. They're not too sure on on this story because it's only in Matthew's gospel that this story is. You, you can't find it anywhere else, right? Um, well, so they think Matthew is making it up. Well, not necessarily. Just that it's that they they wonder whether it's myth or mm. some kind of like folklore or something. That's the problem with these ancient texts. It's hard to know what are the stories. He said, and he, what she are, said. Yeah, what what are, what are myths that they're retelling and what are actually them trying to tell real events? It's hard to tell. Mm. But there, there's no account of how many children were killed, only that this order was given, um, which is 
why then um, they they hightail it out of Bethlehem straight away to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph's warned, warned in a dream to get Jesus out of there because he's, you know, Herod's pretty furious that he's been outwitted by the Magi because they never go back to him. Order 66, was it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's Herod. I mean, we could go into a lot more than, than that, uh, but that was a, a pretty obvious one for me, and I'm, I'm glad that Tiss chose it because Tiss is so good at these Bible stories. Smashed him out of the park, mate. I actually literally watched the Simpsons Bible Stories episode this morning with my breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really weird that this would come up. Not that that one talks about Herod. No, I was going to say Herod doesn't feature no, it doesn't in them, come does up in he? Um, but what, what do you guys make of this story? I mean, I know it's the Bible, so you... you but know, Herod was real, wasn't he? Herod, yeah, yeah. yeah even absolutely. if they're not sure that story was accurate, they're like, he didn't make up Herod. There was no. a crazy old King Herod. Herod the Great, yeah. Not, I don't know how great... I wouldn't say great. No. But he was he was pretty good. No, he was pretty good. He was known for all his building, massive buildings, wasn't he? Yeah, but he just told other people to build them. That's true. That doesn't count, does it, if you get other people to do it for If you. I had loads of money and power and I said, build an amazing building, and they built an amazing building, I can't just go, oh, well, that was my idea, that was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You said yeah. build something amazing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was an architect. Maybe he designed it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he had a lot of free time, didn't he? Because he had everything, everyone doing everything for him. Oh, fucking amazing, that would be. Oh, no, that would be good, wouldn't it? Um, People say they'd get bored if they didn't work. Nah, it'd be amazing. No. No, you, no I wouldn't. Never. <laughs> I mean no. that. No. I, I've i got an inset day on Friday, and the work that they've given us to do at home is a joke. Great. But I'll get it done within half an hour. Love it. I'm already, I'm like, man, I've got a whole day to do. Oh. I've got so much I want to do. I don't know what I want to. I'll be honest, it's kind of the day I've had today. I had my assessment. I had to take a whole day off work from my German assessment this morning and it took an hour and a half. Uh, so from 11.30, I was just like free as a bird and it felt amazing. I've yeah. laid on the sofa and played video games just like all day. It's been so good. Amazing. But, yeah. Uh, Tiss, what do you think? Any thoughts on Herod? Yeah, he's pretty mad, isn't he? What else did he do, though? What else? Like, he must have had a bit more of a mad reputation than that. Yeah, all he did was say, kill all the kids. Is that the only mention he has in the Bible? <laughs> um, yeah, there's not There's not much more on Did he die before him. Jesus came to fruition? Uh, <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> before he became a carpenter um, apprentice or something. Before the heyday. Uh, that is a great question. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, yeah. Is that why Jesus went like undercover for like a good amount of time? Who was the king that sentenced him to death? The, like, the Roman king? Pontius that Pilate. That was Pontius Pilate. Yeah, that's it. I knew that one. Do you know how I knew that? Pop Pompous Pilate. I had to play Pontius Pilate in the school uh, play of the Easter story when I was in like year four. Really? That's how I remember that name. My My great line was... I wash my hands of it. <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah. I really put my all into it when I did the dress rehearsal. Like, really, like, gave it everything, standing at the front of the stage, slapping my hands together. And then all my classmates, like, laughed at me because I overdid it. And then I felt really self-conscious. <laughs> the end of my acting career. Oh, that's such a shame. Everyone laugh at him. He's trying. Well... Yeah, exactly. Kids, so you do something that you're really trying and it's just like, ah, oh, look, he's taking a shit in school. Uh. Uh. 
<laughs> is that is not that why you hate? Not that that's something I would really try at. That's why you hated all the drama kids. But no, I was a drama kid though. I did drama for GCSE. <laughs> that's true. And then went up to A level. I was like, oh, fuck these tryhards. <laughs> I was in a band by then. I don't need that. <laughs> I was cooler than them. Because <laughs> we were the coolest band around, right? Hell yeah, hundred percent. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, uh, cool. So that's Herod. Brilliant. You can go check him out. In terms of <laughs> biblical crazy stuff that he did, that was pretty crazy. I love the permission you're giving to this. this. You can go check him out. Go check him out. You got uh, permission. He just check out kills his a load Instagram. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Bobby, you can choose uh, from Russia, Great Britain, Central Asia, France, or the Roman Empire. Yeah, I've got the list here. So, uh, Beef, I've chosen... um, I'm going to go for one of the Brits. Let's just talk about our home turf. Um, You can go for... Well, I can choose for you, or you can choose A or B. A. Good choice. (laughs) <laughs> Correct choice. Um, we may not get through all of these, and that's that's completely fine. If it's getting uh, we'll low just... on time, and there's some that you want to highlight more, then you can tell us. You can add just nudge us in the direction of the ones that you've got were a bit better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there are yeah. I mean, they're all they're all pretty we might good. Get there's a couple we might get which are flowing better now. than others. We'll see what happens. Um, I might try and get through some quite quickly. We'll be on our best behaviour. We're being a bit disruptive. <laughs> but we've you've gone for a. Yeah, uh, which is uh, King George the Third. Is he the one that is um, mad? The madness correct. of King George. He had correct. syphilis or something, didn't he? Um, well, we're not entirely sure. There's some discrepancy. Uh, some people, or some historians, sorry, suggest that it was something called porphyria. Mm-hmm. Porphyria. Um, but just got um, a short clip which i've just realized obviously i need to get it on my phone don't i is it from the film it's not from the film um it's not from the film is it from the stage production um no no it's also not from from that so I've just got a short clip which hopefully you guys can listen to you can hear it but of course when we think of king george the third we think first of his so-called madness the recurring bouts of terrible mental illness which affected the king from 1788 until the end of his life. For many years, the cause of the king's illness was believed to be an inherited condition called porphyria, but very recent research has shed some doubt on that. George III had three very serious episodes of insanity. We don't know exactly what it was. People have come up with different ideas over the years. For a long time, it was porphyria. It's possible. People now like to talk more about a bipolar disorder, which is also possible. But what is certain is that he had serious insanity for these periods. The loss of the American colonies uh, dealt an extremely severe psychological blow to the king. Just imagine you had this huge empire, a territorially, it was the biggest empire the world had seen since Rome, and then suddenly, a whole part of it is just lopped off. It's gone, it's vanished. It's not part of Britain anymore. It was a trait of his that if he allowed himself to be upset by something, he really went into a deep state of melancholy. And this was the biggest shakeup of his life that he'd had to that date. 
he lost a tremendous amount of land, a tremendous amount of territory, uh, which belonged to Britain. And so that was a personal failure. Um, and George saw it as a personal failure. And in fact, he even drafted a resignation letter, which he, he never submitted. But it's unlikely that he ever fully recovered from this, this terrible loss. So there we go, madness of King George. Can you imagine um, um, the ruler of your country just like, oh, he's mad, he is, and like you can't stop it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the Queen started being mad, <laughs> do we just have to be like, oh, crazy old Queen? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Um, it's like literally crazy. Crazy old Queen. <laughs> crazy old queen you know when i did that talk sorry to derail this again i did that talk at my brother's college uh, a little while ago about podcasting and mm. um do you still show the picture though my face was like blown up at the front of the class yeah uh, i did not know that was what it was going to be like um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway one of the questions i got at the end of that talk uh, there was like a little bit of q a they said um Oh, I uh, listened to one of your newest episodes. I was just wondering how, how you get away with like playing clips from YouTube. What are the licensing issues with that? And I was just like, no one stopped us yet. I don't know how to answer this professionally. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> he wasn't a copyright lawyer, was he? It was actually the tutor. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You can't, I mean... And I was like, what, which episode did she listen to? Surely we just have to credit... You just have to write in your blurbs, don't you, that you credit certain sources. I think sources. for me, I said to her, I said, well, YouTube is so public. We always make sure we credit them. If we forget to credit them on the show, it's always in the blurb. And I always put links in the blurb and stuff. I said, we used to play copyrighted music sometimes and we try to stay away from that now because that is iffy. Well, I'll, I'll start by crediting <laughs> the Smithsonian channel. Oh. Uh, the Smithsonian's YouTube channel on YouTube for that clip uh it was very useful so porphyria um uh yeah i mean sorry to so king king george iii uh was well loved apparently which is why sort of he'd have these manic episodes and then sort of, and then come out of these these states and um yeah they they would kind of be pleased that he was their king and celebrate him um and then you go back into another episode which is why i think they kind of sort of tolerated it it's a, almost a like bit, the country's like... in an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um but they're not too sure why i mean i quite like that as a theory that maybe the trauma of losing the americas is a pretty big deal that's a massive mm. you know for, for, for to lose that and then for america to become its own independent country or countries um yeah it's a big deal I, I quite like that um but if we also want to look at porphyria some of the symptoms of porphyria um so porphyria from what i can make out is like a, it's like a blood disease right um and i don't know why it, i thought he had syphilis so that's another king isn't it i feel like that's there a is different... a king i'm getting a, there was a king that because that can cause like madness can't it yeah, it can. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of someone 100%. else. There was another royal that had that. Is that King Richard, maybe? I don't know. Um, but porphyria would cause paralysis, lots of muscle pain, seizures, disorientation and hallucinations. Hmm. Um, so you can begin to see why maybe they thought he did. The other thing, they, the other reason they thought he had porphyria is because 
um, of his urine, which porphyria can change the color of your urine to like deep red. Ooh. Um, but it's not blood. It's still urine. Um, or blue. Blue urine. Really? Apparently. I've had a green shit before. <laughs> <laughs> porphyria. So what does it affect? <laughs> porphyria. What's it? What's it as a build-up of natural chemicals that produce porophyrin in your body? Yeah, I don't really understand, but the big one of the main reasons that historians believe it was porphyria is because porphyria tends to need like an environmental trigger, so triggered by a lot of stress. Mm. Um. So, yeah. So it could be prescription drugs and and things like that but it it could just be stress that that happens all at once which is why people link it to um him losing america um but yeah i I asked rachel earlier i was like well did he do anything when he was mad but rachel was like well not necessarily he didn't like just loses his temper a bit but rachel was like can you imagine having yeah like you said earlier bob like the queen of england all of a sudden just going crazy yeah, that's what I always find weird about, um, especially in the days before like democracy and stuff, when it is just monarchy. If your king just goes mad, there's nothing you can do about it. You're just like, well, we've got a mad king now. Can't vote him out. No, and you're stuck there with, you know, crazy old king or crazy old queen. Crazy old queen. <laughs> um, it's like having like Queen of Hearts, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. They can vote her out. No, no, that's it. What was the Queen of Hearts? That's uh, Alice in Wonderland. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You thought it was like a nickname for a a famous queen. (laughs) It sounds like one. Yeah. Sounds like one. Um, I'm going to move on from King George. I don't know. I don't know how. I suppose it is fearsome, like you say. He's mad and he's mad king, but he's not killing everyone to kill the kids. So at the moment, Herod's on top for me. Herod's the winner. And this is this is why I struggle with the um with the title because a lot of these are fearsome, but some of them it's not necessarily that they're fearsome, but just like weird tales, weird stories about leaders. Well you could say notorious. Yeah, notorious works. I I'm still gonna keep fearsome, it's got a nice ring to it. Fearsome, I like but it. But they can get this far into the episode and realise that we're like, well, not really fearsome. <laughs> Yeah, not really fierce. It doesn't really matter. It's the second one in and we're already backing down <laughs> well. on the title. It's like, well, didn't massacre loads of kids, so yeah. he probably wasn't that fearsome. Yeah. Um, right, tis, so, tis, 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 are we done with George? We're, we're done with George. we're done with George. We're done with George. Let's let's move on. I'm gonna try and nail as many of these as we can yeah, in let's, the time. Let's smash it. Um so King George is gone. So Tis, you can choose from Russia, Central Asia, France. Or Roman Empire. Or another one from Britain, unless you're knocking that on the head. Roman Empire. Roman Empire. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Emperor Nero. I've heard of him. Have you heard of him, Tis? Nero, I've heard of Nero. Cafe Nero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what his name's after? Yeah, I think so. I think he liked his coffee, yeah. The coffee's a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is he the one I'm thinking of an old Bugs Bunny cartoon and they say something about Nero's army and then they all get in their shields like a big turse uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to respond to that 
<laughs> Turtus. I, I couldn't remember if it was a turtle or a tortoise. <laughs> I said Turtus. Turtus. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, tell us about Nero. I might it might ring a bell. Um you might I'm just sending you guys uh a picture of him. Because uh, I feel like you probably would have seen him somewhere. So this is just this is popping onto your onto um signal. I'm on there now. Um so, because I feel like when I look at his face, like he I've seen him on coins. Well, Obviously, he, he would just, have been on coins. It just looks but... like any old Roman face. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like when I've walked around the gallery, when they have like art gallery, art history gallery, and they have all the yeah. old statues, they all look like that. Yeah, I guess so. Quite a broad face. Not not that recognisable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but he became emperor of the Roman Empire in AD fifty four. He's got a broad. He's got a big nose, but a small mouth. Yeah, he's got a weird beard because it like goes down mutton chops and then goes underneath the neck. Yeah, but not on the chin. He's also got that like Roman mushroom hair. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where it's all a bit. Mm. I don't know what barber these guys are going to, or is it because they all wear the little, night not bandanas, but it's like a little. <laughs> thing around their head Dennis. <laughs> if Rachel can hear me talking now she'd be twitching she'd retire um he's he's got a tiny mouth isn't he he's got a small um, mouth and a big nose I mean it's basically looks like Hercules yeah but Hercules is Greek he is you're right yeah but he still looks a bit like Hercules he's got no pupils as well that's terrifying um he's got no pubes either <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why I had <laughs> <laughs> um oh god so he was um roman emperor or became roman emperor in ad 54 um and, and and then so the the big myth here or the legend or the thing that i remember about nero um is apparently he he was the cause of um a great fire that ravaged through rome right but uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. But during his rule, he um, murdered his own mum. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, so he murdered uh, uh, Agrippina the Younger, his, uh, which was his first wife. So he murdered his mum, his first wife. Matricide, um, they call that. That is matricide, you're correct. Yeah. I even have that in my notes. That's pretty cool. Um, and allegedly his second wife mm. um so he's just like killing women by the sounds of it ba- basically i think the women around him looked as if they were a threat to his rule and so he just uh just killed them off basically um but uh so his nero and his mum they appeared to have this falling out so he became emperor, and then within about two years, they had this um, falling out, and um, he then uh, shortly after that, her face stopped appearing on Roman coins mm. in about AD fifty four, AD fifty five. Sorry, so she basically appears to have lost favor um, with Nero. Uh, now, apparently, the reason that Nero gave for wanting to kill his own mum was that she was plotting to kill him. 
If that's your son, can you blame her? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. He seems a bit shifty to me. But he didn't trust her. He stopped trusting <laughs> her. Stopped. I wonder why. Listening to her. Yeah, <laughs> kill him. Um, <laughs> but it would have. It would have been. I mean, it's still. It is shocking anyway. But it would have been. This crime would have caused quite a big wave in the Roman world uh, because the mother was like a sacred icon within a Roman family. Um, so, I, I mean, I know killing your mum is always... I was going to say, upon, like, it's not excusable now. In it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I guess maybe this would have been even more, even more shocking somehow. Mm. Um, yeah, so he killed his mum. Um, or apparently, and actually, according to what I have here, he he plotted to kill her and failed a couple of times. Um, so I think he tried to do it, and then he just got his troops to go in and do it for him. Um, Never get to kill Philip. <laughs> what's the what's the big fire about though? Um, uh, well, what happened? Uh, I'll come to that in just a. Oh, oh yeah, you said you'll come back. To sec, it. Sorry. sorry. So this is apparently what his mum said. So the troops came to his mum, and apparently she said this to the troops before she died. You have come to see me. Take back word that I have recovered. But if you are here to do a crime, I believe nothing about my son. He has not ordered his mother's murder. Mm. So she went down not believing that he could do it still, even though she was he was not a very nice man. If she said that, it doesn't sound like the words of... Someone who was planning to kill him, then. No, exactly. So it makes you think he must have been a right... He's a bit paranoid. ...so-and-so. Yeah, probably probably a bit paranoid. Maybe his mum was giving him advice. And yeah, he's he like, oh, mum, leave it. me alone. Yeah, I can do it I'm myself. I'm bloody kill you if you carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop interfering. Um, uh, anyway, then he married Octavia... And um, but she couldn't give him an uh, she couldn't give him a, an heir, mm. basically. So they became estranged. They got divorced. Um, he also accused her of adultery, uh, and then he killed her. Okay. So we're going to come on to the fire now, because this this seems to be a big cause of debate. Um. So there was this great fire. I say great. It was pretty great. Um where pretty much the whole of Rome just went up in flames um, in AD 64. So there's no evidence that Nero started the fire. Um, Nero started the fire. I was waiting for it. I was was fucking waiting. (laughs) This is face. I'll say it is. How's your music this week? It was I knew it. I knew one of you guys was Nero started the fire. Nero, fire guy. <laughs> oh, my days. Um, but uh, anyway, so this fire broke out. Um, and the, the fire burned really quickly through um, all the homes in the area. There was high winds and it spread so quickly. It was obviously quite hot and it just grew out of control it was chaotic there was lots of looting um apparently three of rome's 14 districts were completely wiped out hundreds of people died and 
many thousands were left homeless. Now, the reason Definitely. that people think... That got think a bit out of control, didn't it? It, it did a little bit. Um, now, the reason people... I like this bit. So the reason people think that he started it is because he would talk constantly about <laughs> him wanting to... Fires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about his match collection. Um, yeah. No, he would... <laughs> He would um, apparently talk quite often about the architecture of the city and how he wanted to rebuild the city. <laughs> I thought you just said how he wanted to burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are yeah. So basically, he he would say multiple times that he didn't like the way that Rome was set out. He didn't like certain areas, and he wanted to rebuild it. Um, and so there's also a, a few accounts of him playing the fiddle while the fire was like raging. <laughs> um, but there's, there, yeah, there's no like proof of that. Um, but he didn't like the aesthetics of the city. And then after that, he like basically started rebuilding like immediately, but obviously tweaked to his yeah. ideas. Um, I love that. Him wandering around being like, God, someone ought to burn this place down and start again. But he's he's pretty notorious in the Christian world as well. So he arrested, tortured, executed hundreds of Christians. Oh, um, basically on the pretext that they had something to do with the fire. So the, there's a big conspiracy about this fire. Um, his own people thought it was him because he just talked so much about wanting to rebuild the city. Uh, but then he blamed it on all the Christians. And uh, yeah, so it was just a old oldest trick in the book that is doing something and blaming it on some fucking downtrodden religious people yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it's it's a wonder how he got away with it or didn't get away with it i don't really know um or he did get away with it because they haven't you know it's not as if they like banged him up for it the balls the idea to do something and, and just like who was it um that entire faith <laughs> yeah. or that, that entire race yeah do you know what i mean like there are throughout history like we laugh but like numerous crazy leaders have gone like yeah it's that race yeah yeah exactly the entire race yeah 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 it's unbelievable <laughs> like wild. the gore absolutely wild yeah so there we go he was a bit of a bad bugger nero he was pretty fearsome i mean could you imagine like the rumor getting around that he was the one that started the fire if you were one of the ones that survived like you'd be, you would start to get a little bit concerned. Be a little bit about this guy, but I, I don't know. I mean, that that whole time was just crazy, wasn't it? It was pretty normal for people to be. We've said this before on my medieval pod. Mm. Uh, it's just normal killing people, torturing people. Yeah. It's just normal. We wasn't can't it? get our head around it, but it's not that outlandish in that. No, not really. Yeah. Uh, so that was Emperor Nero. Um, yeah. Thanks, Tiss, for getting us through that. So we've got two from Russia. Give us the Bob, f- give us um, the Frenchie. You want the Frenchie? Yeah. So we're gonna go to France to hear about Charles the Sixth. Okay. And in order to do that, we're going to take a look at this next clip. I'll take a listen. I'm not going to look at it. King Charles VI. Charles VI was King of France from 1380 
until his death in 1422. He took power at just the age of 12, when his father Charles V died. His entire reign was situated during the Hundred Years' War between France and England. In 1392, Charles began to show signs of insanity. When on an expedition with his army to capture a fugitive, he got startled by a loud noise and thought he was being ambushed. Suddenly he attacked some of his own men, swinging his sword wildly and lunging at them. He ended up killing four of them. A group of soldiers quickly grabbed him from his horse and subdued him to the ground. He fell into a coma and had to be carried back to his castle in Paris. Charles continued to have bouts of delusion and insanity throughout the rest of his life. At times, he could not remember his name and didn't even know he was king. He didn't recognize his own wife or children and ordered his servants to watch over the unknown people that were bothering him. Many times he would randomly attack his servants and fight until he collapsed from exhaustion. He became fearful and angry when he saw his own royal coat of arms and tried to attack and destroy it. Once during these attacks, he claimed he was St. George, and his royal coat of arms was actually a lion. There were times when Charles thought he was made of glass, and this caused him to protect himself in various ways so that he would not break. He reportedly had iron rods sewn into his clothes so that he would not shatter if he came in contact with another person. Sometimes he ran wildly through the halls of his residence in Paris, howling like a wolf. The entrances had to be walled up by servants to keep him inside. Unable to concentrate or make decisions for long periods of time, political power was taken away from Charles. His madness reached a point where the French monarchy broke down and civil war took place between his family members for control of the throne. This infighting and anarchy from the civil war allowed England to take much of the territory of France with impunity. Charles VI was initially referred to as the Beloved, but he is now forever known as Charles the Mad. Bonkers. So there we go. He's bonkers. Yeah. Totally, like I would say, probably madder than King George. Yeah. Yeah. Properly crazy. Uh, I feel there's so much that is in that two-minute clip just there. What amazes me about these mad kings is like... That that's mental. The stuff that the that guy was saying about Charles VI, him howling mm-hmm. around, saying he's made of glass, all this nonsense, but he's still the king. Yeah. No one's like, oh, you're not fit to be king anymore. He didn't even know he was the king. He couldn't even get his head around the fact that he's king. He's that mad, and they're like, but yeah. he's the king, so he's still got to do what he says. It's like by yeah. blood, isn't it? By blood, they are the king. By birthright. Yeah. I can't get my head around that idea. Yeah. It's so he wasn't actually supposed. He was the third born, so he wasn't supposed to be the king, right? Um, but his oldest brother died at the age of five, right? Um, and then he, the next brother died, like also at six months as well. Right. So he then just he was born and just became heir to the throne just by default. I mean, given all that power to a twelve-year-old is going to drive you mad, isn't it? It's like it is, he's like the, one of these like kid celebrities who go off the rails. Yeah, yeah, like Macaulay Culkin. No, Macaulay Culkin's not gone off the rails. People like to think no. that he has. I think Macaulay Culkin's all right. <laughs> I think he has yeah, a pretty he has. decent life. I, no, he has. I don't think I could actually think of one thing that he did that was off the rails. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, 
Uh, one one thing which probably wouldn't have helped is that, so obviously when he was making, he wasn't old enough to rule by himself. So um, French law at the time stated that he had to have basically he had to have advisors or he could nominate people that could like assist him. Um, but France at the time was mainly ruled by his four uncles. Um, and I think what probably ended up happening, or what I, from what I can tell anyway, it looks as if they all wanted different things politically. They all wanted um, the government to go in different um, directions. And, but obviously they had to do it all through him. So, but yeah, can you imagine? I mean, I can't imagine when I was 12, all I wanted to do was just like bum about, watch TV. I can't even remember being 12. No. I feel like all my memories, if I think of being 12, I'm actually like more like 15. Being 12, I don't know what I was doing. No. No, it's insane. Um, what were you doing at 12, Tess? Because we didn't meet you until... Playing, playing football at weekends. Were you? Yeah, my, my parents made me. <laughs> they made you? At weekends, <laughs> I have to wake up early and go to football in the cold and the rain. I remember because my number on my back of my shirt was 13 and I was a, I was around that age. <laughs> this is like Diary of a Whitby Kid or something. <laughs> Adrian Mole. Yeah, it feels like Adrian Mole. I used to love Adrian Mole. Oh, man. What yeah. position did you play? Um, uh, on the butt bench. <laughs> <laughs> just, Just... Always on the bench. So your parents made you go, but you're still a sub. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's quite sad. It was the socialisation. Wish I never asked. Now, <laughs> brought it brought yeah. me right down. It's brought some sore memories coming out there. Turning into a therapy. It was session. mostly the um, the getting up early, which was the fuck on. Get, get, sitting on the bench on a was Sunday fine morning. because you know all the other kids were. You know, being competitive while I could just sit on the bench and play football with my mates on the bench. Play football with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mum, I want to go home and play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably be talking about GTA or something like that. Was FIFA around when you were 12? Yeah, of course. Well, definitely. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Was it sensible soccer? It was definitely PlayStation, PlayStation something. Yeah. Sensible soccer could have been sensible soccer, you know. <laughs> that's yeah, that's like SNES, isn't it? That's well old. It's yeah, <laughs> such a good game, though. Really hard to play, just like every <laughs> other old great. game. <laughs> Brilliant game, very hard to play, though. Yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't <laughs> sound great. That's just every old game, every old game was a fucking nightmare to play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you you play them now, and you're like, "Oh, I'll be well good at it now." And it's like, "No, you, you're just no, bad. so hard." Even worse, probably, because you'd have the perseverance. I remember when my youngest brother was obviously a bit younger. He came round to stay one evening, and I, I had my old PlayStation Two out, mm-hmm. and I had Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. so I popped it in. And he was like, he was like fuming. Yeah, he couldn't believe how difficult I love it. it was. Yeah, so do I. 
Oh, and Tomb Raider was the other one. He was like, Tomb why won't you turn? Tomb Raider was hard. Tomb Raider was really like, hard. Why won't you turn properly? And he kept getting, he's like, she won't stand tank straight. Controls. You, th- th- what unlocked Tomb Raider for me whenever I used to find it hard, someone said to me, imagine it, it's like a chess grid. You move around on a grid. Yes. And I was like, boom, it unlocked it. Still really hard. It is hard. It's a nightmare. Old game. You're, yeah, I think you're right. It's, kids don't know how good they've got it these days. I just. Controllers. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, so at twelve, we weren't we weren't like murdering people and and no. making decisions for a country. I wasn't ru- ruling a no. nation. Um, I couldn't even like look after myself at twelve. I no. did not know what was good for me, let alone an entire country. No, they they my parents wouldn't leave me on my own. I couldn't even sort myself out like a decent dinner if you left me alone. I'd eat absolute crap at twelve. Even if I yeah. could even get that much together, useless. I, I mean, I remember making. I remember making meals when I was about that age. One time, I just, I just got a mixing bowl and filled it with cereal. It oh was probably God. like pretty much a whole box of cereal and like pints of milk. Thing that is, was that was it. Until Tiss moved in with Lids, that's pretty much how he was eating. Still, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. True. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd exhausted the cereal idea though, because you do that when you first get a chance to have like as much cereal as you want you pour yourself a massive bowl and then you're about I don't. a yeah. quarter of the way in you're like this is too much this is too much I never cereal did that. my parents were never regulating how much cereal I had anyway I always had sensible yeah but that's the problem when you've when you've been repressed for so long you just you just go wild mm. utterly wild whereas yeah. you'd sort of learnt very early on that there's rules in place for a reason it's not just rules for nonsense sake my brother's like that though he comes around mine and then he's like you know pig in the city basically because <laughs> he yeah. lives in a village and Babe, he's suddenly in leeds in he's pretty much a pig in the city of leeds and he goes and buys like he last time he came to mine he bought 12 donuts you know the four packs of sainsbury's donuts and sat in animal and <laughs> that sounds exactly like the sort of thing I would have done. And that's what I said. I said to dad about it when he went home. I was like, it's just like Tiss used to be. Um, my other brother was like, give me a donut. And he was like, no, get your own. He bought 12. I bought two and gave one to my other brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he sat in at 12. And he was just like, he's like, I'm going to eat another one. You don't believe me, do you? I was like, like antagonizing me about it. That's amazing. <laughs> Flipping it. Right, anyway, uh yeah, Charles the Sick, he was a bit he was I wouldn't say he was a bit mad, he was absolutely balmy. He was crazy. Balmy army. Like actually crazy. And almost certainly more crazy than King George. Yeah, he's he's crazier than George for me right now. I think King George was a product of his environment in that he probably had loads of trauma to deal with after losing America and Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also think he's he's more notorious to us because he's the mad king that we've had in our country. Yeah, I guess so. So to to people in England, he's like a notorious mad king. Yeah, that's I, I guess so. That's that's it. But I, I think what I what makes uh, what makes Charles fearsome is I guess can you imagine working for him? No, and like particularly when he was like attacking people that he that worked for it, like. Like fighting until he was exhausted and would just collapse on the floor. I imagine like having to deal with that every day, or just like the occasional moments where he thought he was glass, made of glass. Like how, how do you, how do you deal with that? Mm. You saying he wasn't crazy? Sorry, you saying he wasn't? Wasn't made of glass? Made of yeah. glass? 
Well, I guess yeah, I guess they were just yeah, I don't know. It's like Samuel just, oh, L. Yeah, Jackson you... in Invincible, isn't it, Mister Glass? <laughs> unbreakable. <laughs> I got the name wrong. Unbreakable. Invincible. <laughs> yeah, unbreakable. the whole point is that he's invisible, more like if he's made of glass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. What we got next? <laughs> so there we go. We've got, yes, pick the next uh, we've got a couple more. What if? What if we got? Russia. We got, we've got um, two. How long we? We've got two Russias and Asia and a Britain. Um, how long we've we been recording for? Hour and ten. An hour, hour and ten. Um, I, I'm going to knock a couple off. I think we'll knock the Great Britain off right. and one of the Russias. Right. So we've got a Russia and an Asia. We've got Russia and an Asia. Russia. Russia. We're going over to Russia to learn. All about Ivan the Terrible. Oh, I've heard of him. He was pretty terrible. But the question is, how terrible was Ivan the Terrible? <laughs> um, that sounds like you're setting up a video to me. That's a good question. <laughs> that does sound like I'm setting up a video, it doesn't it? It's a perfect video cue. If you'd had it lined <laughs> up perfectly, it would have been good. Well, let's find out. It's like, um, it's like we're watching an episode of How... But how yeah, terrible that's... was Ivan the Terrible? <laughs> well, let's find out. And then it'll cut to one of the outside reporters. Well, let's find out just how terrible Ivan the Terrible was. There are many kings in history who are known as the Great. Tsar Ivan the Fourth of Russia does not hold this epithet and is commonly known as Ivan the Terrible. This raises the obvious question, how terrible was Ivan the Terrible? Terrible is a translation of the Russian word Grozny. Grozny does mean terrible, but not in the modern sense with its moral undertones. So, what did he do? Well, Ivan IV was actually the first Tsar of Russia, and his reign, which was a long one, was one of tremendous reform which saw him create many lasting Russian institutions, such as the Russian army, which he started from a corps of professional full-time soldiers called the Streltsy. He also founded Russia's first parliament, made up of the high-ranking nobility called the Zemsky Sabor. He married a Romanov princess, began the Russian expansion into Siberia, and commissioned the very fancy St. Basil's Cathedral. Sounds good, right? Well... Yes, but Ivan was also responsible for certain less good things. Ivan's first wife died in 1560 and some believe that this was his breaking point. After this, Ivan's reign was one of transformation and widespread warfare. This was followed by famine, discontent and potentially rebellion. So the Sardom was split into two halves. The Zemshina, the southern core based around the capital Moscow, and the Oprichnina, the somewhat recently acquired northern territories from the former Novgorod Republic. Ivan never really trusted those that lived in the conquered territories and was somewhat paranoid about their nobles, called boyars. One of the themes of Ivan's reign is his paranoia surrounding the boyars and his subsequent treatment of them. He was clever about his approach, though. In 1564, at the height of his popularity with the people, Ivan abdicated the throne, blaming the boyars and their incessant scheming. The nobles were unhappy with this because legally they couldn't govern without a Tsar, nobody wanted to pick a new one, and also they lived in a city filled with people who hated them. They begged for him to come back, and he did so on one condition. He wanted to be an absolute monarch. They said yes, which in hindsight was a somewhat silly thing to do. He returned and not long afterwards founded the Oprichniki. This was a secret proto-police force whose job it was to deal with traitors and also administer the Oprichnina. Plague and famine struck Russia in the late 1560s and Ivan was worried that the people of Novgorod might rebel. There was only one course of action to win them over and calm things down. Murder, which he did so by sacking the city. Also, in case you're wondering, the Oprichniki were disbanded in 1572 after it turned out that they were only good at repressing people but terrible at fighting competent enemies. Much of Ivan's efforts hereafter were dedicated to neutering the nobility further and centralising his power. There were limits to how far he was willing to go, so in 1575, again, he abdicated. And it was Simeon, Ivan's close friend, who took up the position as acting ruler. Simeon then, totally of his own free will, decided 
decided to seize masses of land from the church before Ivan returned in 1576. Ivan condemned the seizure of these valuable church lands as unchristian, but not enough to give them back, obviously. By the way, during this entire period, Russia was fighting a costly war called the Livonian War against all of these countries. This was because Ivan wanted to incorporate Livonia into Russia. Russia lost. Something else of note happened. When Ivan was mistreating his son's wife, the two got into an argument. The question of loyalty came up and Ivan's son was like, what are you going to do, beat me to death with a scepter? Turns out, yes. In the end, Ivan's reputation as the terrible, be it in either the forceful or evil senses, comes almost entirely from his treatment of the nobles. His constant warfare, centralisation of power and the oprichniki alongside the murder of his own son certainly soured his legacy, but barring the latter two, there isn't that much that's all too different from Europe's other rulers. And none of those are called the terrible. Crazy. So that was an extremely brief history there. So he was just like power mad and like aggressive with it. But from the sound of that guy in the video, it's like loads of rulers were like this at the time. It's just this guy is like notorious because he got that nickname. But he does sound particularly like aggressive and power mad to me. Yeah, exactly. Basically formed his own secret police Mm. that would kill anyone that disagreed with him. Yeah. But then... Yeah, the only the only reason that failed is because they were terrible at actually fighting. It was only because they would kill people that were just like commoners, common civilians when it came to fighting an army. They couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, it just comes back to this this idea of people being power mad and egotistical. Mm. And um, there is a story that I found which um, it hasn't being confirmed but I, I found this in multiple sources that um that he was so impressed with this he ordered for this this cathedral to be built and was so impressed with the um the the finish and the way that this cathedral was built that he had the architect blinded so that he could never produce anything so beautiful again now that's not been confirmed, but I found that multiple times. That story came up time and time again, and it just gives you an idea of the kind of... Extremism. Yeah, quite extreme. Terrible extreme arsehole mm. um, that he was. Um, I mean, he did... The video kind of touches on it a bit, but he kind of suffered his own um, moments of trauma. You know, his his wife died. The video touches on his... His friend Simeon betraying him, um, and and here you know, but that doesn't really doesn't really kind of make it okay, does it? Some of his behaviour. Um, the video doesn't go into his execution methods, which are pretty horrible. Um, and obviously, I'm not for obvious reasons not going to dwell on them too much. But according to the History Channel, so we know it's good stuff. Uh, his favourite execution method. So I, I imagine mean, everyone's, he had... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you execute enough people that you've got a favourite. It's already bad. You've got a favourite a favorite execution method. He had other methods that were just meh, but these were his favourites. Uh, boiling alive. I was about to say, oh my God. I was about to say, the one that always gets me is the idea of boiling alive. It's got to be the worst. And then that's the one. That yeah. idea just makes me feel sick. Yeah. Yeah, physically sick. I went to the place when when I was that did that episode with Nikki in London. We saw the place, some of these torture places, and they, they showed you the place where they like boil people alive. And I was just like, Ugh. it described it as like they were boiling till their skin was like falling off and stuff. You're like, that is disgusting. <laughs> that is fucking grim. I can't. Im- I just can't imagine it. That is just fucking grossly. <laughs> 
<laughs> very, very Grosny. It's just, isn't it horrific? It is. It is terrible. It is Ivan the terrible. Yeah. Ivan more terrible than I could imagine. Oh, you got in there before me. I couldn't get it out. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what you said. <laughs> oh dear. Um, um, what was it? So you had other favourites? That was just one of them. That was one of them. Another one was impalement. Oh, why is it always your episodes where you talk about torture techniques? This is the third episode you've done where you talk about torture techniques. I know. I need to go see a doctor. I'm a bit concerned <laughs> about myself. Uh, well, I mean, we'll move swiftly on after the torture techniques. Um, being roasted over a fire. Mm, festive. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> roasted beef nuts roasted. <laughs> roasted someone's chestnuts over an open fire. Open fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, or God, um, having, having your limbs torn off by horses. Mm. Which Classic doesn't one, really give much detail but i wonder whether it's that you have your four limbs yeah. tied to horses and they run off in separate directions and they, they normally whip them on the ass and they run oh oh i just normally oh. like i've been to them. yeah they're normally <laughs> classically <laughs> the way i've uh, always experienced these things yeah. is that they give give the, the horse a firm whack on the ass yeah um yeah it was pretty awful pretty pretty terrible mm. even the terrible Brutal, man. Mental. I just can't imagine being that. Ins- that's just insane, isn't it? Mm. There's no need for it. No need for any kind of behaviour like that at all. So that just leaves one place then, Tissy. Well, it's um, my choice, but... <laughs> oh, it's your... Sorry, it's Bobby. Bobby's choice. <laughs> Have I got choice. a choice of Asia? Uh, you do. Is it, um, is it Gen just Genghis Khan? It's not Genghis Khan. It's right. the Hun. Is it Tiller oh, the Hun? It was going to be one of them, wasn't it? He got it. He's the one who got it. <laughs> so, uh, so do, what do you do? You guys know anything about Attila the Hun? Nothing. Just the name, really. Yeah. 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 I didn't really know anything about it for some reason. I feel, I always feel like I remember more. I don't know. He just he's just a name to me, but he seems so notorious. Was he in one of them Bugs Bunny cartoons when they had the shields? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Why? That's the second time you've referenced Looney Tunes. It's the season. same episode. <laughs> it's the Roman one. Um... <laughs> no, tell us about Attila. So Attila was the ruler of the Huns. Before you start, do you remember Aquila? Aquila, yes. Oh, what is that from? Then boys got in that like uh, liquid spaceship thing. It was a CBBC show. Oh, uh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> I used to love those, like, CBBC shows. They were like, to me at the time, I was like, well, this is really serious. I can't imagine watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, carry on. Not Aquila, Attila. Uh, Attila. So, um, yeah, so Attila, ruler of the Huns, uh, from the year 434 until his death in 453. So that's... Not a lot of time, is it? We seem to... 20 years-ish. Be, yeah, so notorious for such a short reign. Um, Who were the Huns? But he, So the Huns, they were um, like a nomadic people um, from Central Asia, Eastern Europe as well. Um, for, but they 
lived between the 4th and 6th century AD. So um, they were around for a long time. So yeah, so from, uh, uh, yeah, mostly from sort of Central Asia um, and uh, yeah, like modern day Eastern Europe. I don't mean to like ask you more questions when you only had like an hour for this whole episode together. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's fine. I feel like... found the answer you're winging it well to be fair right anyway so let's talk about Attila Aquila by the seat of my pants um so he was one of the most feared enemies of the Roman Empire Mm -hmm. um so he basically would just like he wasn't just happy to like like war wasn't enough for him he wanted he would just completely plunder like area and just destroy um the guy was just a maniac so he tried he would he tried to conquer um western europe um, and tried to move his way across but he was unsuccessful of a couple of areas but italy he invaded italy and um just devastated the area basically but he yeah so he was kind of known to be this barbaric mm. maniac or that's what we like I feel like he's pretty notorious. Like we just said earlier, we only know his name, but for some reason he sticks out. And when I think of him in maybe like myth or legend, he seems to be this pretty barbaric, crazy maniac. Mm. Um, but yeah, actually had quite a uh, privileged upbringing, and um, you know he wasn't wasn't this sort of he wasn't from the great unwashed. Basically, I'm thinking. He was, I'm thinking if if our sort of picture of him as being like barbaric and scary is something to do with like the Eurocentric idea of that era of history where it's like, he's a, he's an outsider, like, Oh, he's from the ancient, the mysterious um, Asia. He's, he's, you know, so mysterious or, or scary to us as like an out, out outside force. And so we see him as like barbaric in our, in our history. I'm wondering if that's, yeah. that lays into it a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think you're right. But he, he actually, like I say, he actually had a really privileged upbringing. Mm. And um, he was very articulate, very like, very well educated. So he spoke and like it's, so it's quite well, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's quite quite well known that he would have also read Latin. Um, I lo- I know when we started to flag an episode because one of your high points there was he spoke. Yeah, <laughs> he was really well he read. Spoke he spoke and spoke, <laughs> and then I got stuck. <laughs> you could tell he it's speak, uh, eight so minutes really past well ten. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and he was. Uh, Oh, I can't even get my words out now. Just, just very well educated, yeah. which again surprised me. I, I thought he was like this barbaric maniac, uh, but wasn't like that at all. And actually, one of the first things he did when he rose to power was to try and negotiate a peace with the Romans. And they, the Roman emperor at the time, agreed to pay seven hundred pounds mm. um, in weight, I presume, of gold. Um, to the Huns as like a promise of peace. So I think they posed enough of a threat that they were like, yeah, let's keep the peace with this crazy. But uh, just a few years later, Attila 
basically decided that the Romans had violated the treaty that they made. Mm-hmm. And he led this devastating series of attacks on um, on the Roman Empire. And um, they forced they forced um, the Roman Emperor's hand. He paid. He agreed to pay more. Uh, ended up paying two thousand one hundred pounds of gold per year. Uh, and then he developed this obsession with gold, and just wanted as much gold as he possibly could. But after this is this is a, maybe where, like, so the peace treaty was was concluded, and he kind of started to chill out a little bit, and returned back to Hungary or the Great Hungarian Plains. But then he started to. Um, his brother sort of posed a bit of a threat to him, so therefore he killed his brother. Mm. Um, obviously, these are the weird ones. Is when it's your own family members. Yeah, a few of these have done it. Like killed his mom, other guys killed his brother. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he had he did it apparently to get absolute power. Um, and then he just went on a rampage, just trying to basically take as much land as he could um he invaded there's a story that i love this there's one story of him um invading one country just for this just uh for this woman that he wanted to marry so quite romantic yeah i guess it's kind of romantic um but he had several wives and decided that this one particular wife was like just out of reach and they weren't they obviously were not going to let him invade, but he invaded anyway just so that he could get another wife, basically. Worth invading the country for. She must have been something else. Yeah, so he just just spent his entire life just plundering, um, killing people. would make habits, apparently, of just killing people for no apparent reason. Um, all pretty much to keep this persona of being feared and and, like... For the Roman Empire to listen to him that much and to pay that much gold, he must have been pretty scary. Like, I don't know, for them to pay that much to, just to keep him quiet and to keep a peace treaty. Mm. Because they weren't they weren't nothing, the the Roman armies. No, no, they were pretty pretty big deal. Mm. They were the main cheese in Europe, weren't they? Yeah. They were the big cheese. Uh German the Germans fought them off though. Yeah, that is true. I've been learning about that in German history. The the Germans Fought off the Romans. The Germans are just a, tri- a tribal land, and uh, basically when the Germanians, yeah, Germania was a tribe, just a land of loads of different tribes that all hated each other, basically. But then when the Romans came up from the south, all the tribes came together because they were like, "Oh fuck these guys," and they fought off the Romans. And the Romans actually fled back out of Germania and headed into France instead. And uh, all the tribes came together and formed what is now Germany. And that's why Germany has no Roman influence at all. Wow. Oh. And has no Latin to its language or anything. Obviously, I've had to learn that because of the German language. That's why the German language is so non-Latinish. That is interesting. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, very interesting. Mm. Ah. Well, there we go. Uh, and that's me viewing a, bit, a little bit of German history for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, if only there was some fearsome leader from Germany that we could talk about. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um so we've 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 covered so they're we've the covered six all we're of our cover. fearsome leaders. They're the six we're gonna cover. There were a couple more, but 
Um, yeah, they the, they were kind of the ones that I would have got to if we were clawing for time. But, so um, these, these, are the, obviously... these are the notes I've got. We had Herod from Judea, yeah. who wanted to kill all the kids. Yeah. We've had George III from Great Britain, who was just mad. He was just mad. We've had Nero yeah. from the Roman Empire, who killed his mum and started, well, he started the fire. The fire. He did start the fire. <laughs> uh, we've had Charles VI from France, who was really mad, like bonkers. Yeah, seriously crazy. We've had Ivan the Grozny from Russia, <laughs> uh, power mad, aggressive, brutal. Yeah. And we've had Attila the Hun from Central Asia, barbaric, gold obsessed, power mad, invading everywhere. Yeah, there 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 yeah. are six. That's it. That's our six. They were the six I wanted to get through. You got a fave amongst them. <sighs> um, I I do I do like Ivan the Terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. He sounds awful. I don't know. Ivan the Terrible's pretty cool. He's just got a cool name. Um. Herod is probably the nastiest one. Mm. That's quite a nasty plot to come up with, isn't it? Mm. Tis, what about you? Have you got a favourite terrible a person? A favourite mad, mad leader. Mm. Yeah, I'd say Herod's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like the nuttiness of Charles VI. I love hearing those like nutty, like him howling through the car- through the castle and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Charles, Charles V.I., Sounds good. But yeah, a, a, right, Perfect. a right nasty bunch or right nutty bunch. The nutty, the original nutty boys, they give madness a run for their money. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's that's me. Thanks for listening to my tales of fearsome leaders. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Weird tales of fearsome Thanks, leaders. Babe. I like these historical ones because I don't do them. Um, so mm. it's fun for me. It's not the topics that I delve into because I'm terrible at history. So it's interesting for me to learn a little bit. It's kind of about how yeah. I, you guys don't really do the paranormal stuff. So the ghosty ones are sort of like, that's my, my domain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, one of, one of the ones I started to look at was a paranormal one. Oh, right. And I just couldn't zhuzh it up the way you'd normally well, do. Well, I will give the listeners a little tease. My one this series is going to be a paranormal one because I've had a few people ask. We haven't done a paranormal one for a while. So I've got one. Um, awesome. But um, can do you want to say what the other two you were going to cover were, or do you want to save them in your pocket in case you want to revisit this sort of topic? Um, I might save them. Okay. I might hold on keep, to them. Keep them in your pocket. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks, Beef. Really enjoyed that one. Thanks, Beef. Um, so you're welcome. Listeners, thanks for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via the email, which is wtatupod at gmail.com or you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com and contact through there on that website you can also find links to all sorts of things that are useful uh, you can buy merch from the link there you can uh, donate monetarily to the link there you can find our social media pages there uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook and all that usual stuff uh, you can also go to my website bobshoy.com b-o-b-s-h-o-y dot com uh, where you can find other shows I work on as well as this that you might enjoy uh, this is part of the Bob Shoy podcast network uh, and you can um, support my time researching and editing all those podcasts at patreon.com slash bobshoy uh, and finally, if you want to buy some bonus episodes, I always forget to mention this. You can go to bobshoy.bandcamp.com. There's bonus Weird Tales Revisited and things like that. And talking of Weird Tales Revisited, so I'm uh, having a little holiday. So the end of this series is going to get switched around a little bit. Uh, normally, Weird Tales Revisited comes right at the end, but me and Rick are going to squeeze one in 
beforehand because I won't have time to research my full-on episode before I go on holiday. So the next episode you'll hear is going to be a revisited with me and Rick. And then after that, it'll be my episode with Beef and Tiss to finish out this series. So this whole run's been a bit out of order, but it is what it is. I've been, I've been a busy boy recently. There we go. Yeah, I think we're done. I think that's everything. Another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. Uh, we're, we're getting through it. We're getting through this series. It's been a, a fun mixed bag so far. It has. Uh, it has yeah. indeed, yeah. So, uh, anything else? so that's, it. that's me um, telling you guys that we're not recording till I get back from holiday as well. <laughs> I'm recording <laughs> with Emma this week and you guys and Rick, like all in the same week to get it all like backlog of recording. Wow. So I can go on holiday and then come back and then, yeah. So I'm with Emma tomorrow. Fair enough. Nice. I think you'll have a lovely holiday. Yeah, I can't wait. I've got like. This week's super busy. I've got a week of work next week, and then I'm away. My brothers are coming up this weekend, which is going to be fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Lad, lads in the sea. Lads on tour. Wicked. Well, I can't think of a pun. Oh, I had one earlier, and now I can't remember what it was. It was just going to be really good as well. Damn it. Just, I don't know. Oh, it's annoying. It feels like there's one in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm not clever enough to think of it, so just thanks very much. Yeah. And uh, see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) So low energy. (laughs) Until then. No, thanks for listening. It's been great. Good night. God bless. See you later. And I love you, Perfect Leader, a new CEO of WTATU. (laughs) Tis, have you got anything to add? Bye. Right, see you later. I love see you. See you later. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Cheers. Bye, love bye, you bye, lots. Bye. bye. Right, I'm going to hit stop on that. Okay, cat's falling asleep, so that's good news. Mate, did you see those cats that were fucking chatting outside my yeah, window? Yeah, I saw those. Woke me yeah, up. What was that? I thought it was kids, and Lidge was like, that ain't kids. Ran downstairs, and I was looking out the window, and she was laughing, and I was like, what's going on? So I ran downstairs and videoed that, and was like, oh my god. It is that weird evolution thing. Like, it is cats trying to sound like kids. Like, it's cats meow at the same frequency that babies cry, yeah. because they've learned to be mothered basically they they don't have to look after themselves now they've been domesticated so they can like trigger your protectiveness by yeah, sounding yeah. like babies and it's it's a, it's a it's a throwback of that it's a side effect of that baby voice and they talk to each other sometimes it actually sounds like kids which is really creepy but what were they doing were they gonna were they having a standoff or were they just yeah i think so one of them looked fucking perplexed and the other one was just like <laughs> but on the video, if you check the times, that white one moved out of shot in like literally a second. Like it yeah. got it, saw the door and got the when fuck I out of When I scrubbed through, it was like when I when I watched it, I scrubbed back through because it went so quick and it was like literally like one frame and it's just like a white blur and then it's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's yeah. crazy. So that would so be funny. a good topic. Weird, weird evolution. Like weird. <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be some weird things that have come out of like animals' evolution. Yeah. Like. Like traits yeah. that have been learnt through... Yeah, things that we don't know animals can do or, or reasons they learn some things they can do and stuff. There's yeah. got to be something in there. It might be quite that heavy was, to research. That's been something I've wanted to look into for a long time. Mm. And then I watched um, My Octopus Teacher. Oh, yeah, that's great. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so clever how 
he was hiding under all those shells. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't find, and I was like, oh, that'd be a good episode, like finding like weird things that weird ways that animals have evolved. And I just couldn't. When I went to research it, everything I googled, I was like, it just couldn't. I was like, how do I articulate what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't really know even know how I would even title the episode, let alone do the research. Weird like, evolution, I guess you'd call it. But I don't know how you search for information yeah. on it. It's a very specific but cool topic. Yeah. We'll get o- anyway, we'll get octopi. Careful! <laughs> I'll be cutting that. I'll be cutting that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my idea. That was building that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.